at the core of everything that we do, everything politically, everything socially, everything in our family, is how the interaction of psychology and sociology and behavior, how that works in every, every single thing that we do. That's what's critical. And there are things we're going to be talking about today. And and I'm telling you, um, I have a hard time explaining to some people how this over the weekend, and, and either you get it or you don't. Sometimes things just happen. For example, October the 7th changed everything regarding the way the world looks at Israel and Palestine, and nobody ever anticipated this ever happening. They, they didn't see it coming. They didn't get it. They didn't understand it. What seemingly is a, was this off-the-cuff kind of um, interesting, you know, very opinionated black comedian and actor, Cat Williams, uh, with Shannon Sharp. This thing, it seemed like, okay, you know, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Blew everything up. And it blew everything up in ways that people don't understand. And one of the reasons why it's not taken off is because there's a sense of infantilism or infantilism, depending upon where you're from, that a white America feels regarding things that are uh, in, in the black community saying, okay, whatever. You know, Cardi B, okay, it's the way they have White America, white and government never, never understood it. Sometimes entertainment does. Look at, look at rap music. Look at black music. Look at jazz. Look at everything initially. When rap came about, people looked at it as, as tribal, jungle, not music. They laughed at it. Some smart people said, oh, no, 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 no. So whenever somebody comes along and says the same thing that, let's say, the Alex Jones or conspiratorial crowd, the conspiratorium says, if their name is Fitty, Fitty, Wap, Bastard, Dirty, whatever, they'll say, if somebody comes in with gold teeth or braids named whatever, they will just immediately excuse them because there's a sense of, they're not, that's, 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 that's those entertainers. They mean well. They're not in our group. They are exactly, if not more, they are so approachable and poachable and nobody gets it. And there's a sense even among the, I don't want to say it's, I don't think it's racism. I think it's a sense of class, class structure. They're not, they're just, you know, they're just, they're kind of like children. They don't really get it. That's exactly what's going on right that's the whole point. And then there are other people who say, well, let me tell you something. If I had my druthers, I would, oh, oh, and, and, and there are folks who dive in and seemingly appear to, to be able to handle this. Do you ever see Barack Obama try to connect? He had absolutely nothing to do with this, this particular uh, demographic. In fact, later on, and it was so, remember when he ran and when he won, Jesse Jackson, people were crying, and I understand it, but later on it's like, are you kidding? You were sold out. Do you think, do you think they would let anybody near him? Anybody near anybody near the control panel who was going to do something that is not commensurate with what's usually going on? Are you kidding me? You don't you don't believe that, do you? 
So what's happening right now is for the first time, and I'm trying to get my conspiratorium friends, and I'm saying, do you hear what is going on? Now is the time for us to join forces and maybe treat, teach and train and do a real, a real kind of, by the way, certain things, whenever you have anybody go and try to help children, uh, whatever you have, the f- foreign lands, hey, we're going to help these kids and we're going to go, we're going to have these these, uh, you know, these facilities be very, oh, especially after, after disasters, that is absolutely 100% prime for the taking in terms of trafficking and the like. Nobody knows them. Nobody, nobody will know they're gone. We'll get to that in a moment. We'll get to that in a moment. There's a lot to say here, but the first thing I'm telling you is that don't let this moment go by and do not dismiss it. And 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 be like so many people I know. They grovel in the sense that I don't know who he is. Jesus, you didn't know who Lloyd Austin was until somebody told you. You didn't know about. They, they they'll know the most most obscure things about. You know they transfer blood for cosmetics. Okay, we'll get to that in a moment. That they'll know. That they'll investigate. But looking up a name, no, no way. We're going to be talking about that. We're also going to be talking about the most important line in the world. And if you want to be in this business, if you really want to get into it, as opposed to just being kind of like a drive-by observer, you have to understand the notion of what McLuhan said, that little lies are hard to keep secret, but big lies are easy because of our incredulity. We'll go to that in a moment. That's a that's a that's an extremely critical piece. But let me tell you, here's the good news. Well, some good news. Right here, my friends. Da-da-da! February the 3rd, come on out to New York City's fabled and storied cutting room right there on 32nd between Park and Matt. Plenty of, well, not free parking, but there's parking all over the place. And I'm going to be there. Mrs. L is going to be there. And it is going to be a barn burner and a colossus. Can you imagine what we're going to know between now and the 3rd? It's going to be unbelievable. Unbelievable. Believable. So that's it, my friends. That's it right there. Here is the, let me get rid of this. Uh, just a minute. Da, da, da. There we go. There we go. All righty. So let me get rid of that. Let me also put down, I'm just, it's little old me here. I'm doing all my own production work. Doing all my own production stuff. That's it. I love to watch these shows where they say, oh, Jerry, can you get that cut four, please? I'm Jerry. I'm doing cut four. Can, 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 can you, can I, can you get, can you, I'm it. I'm it. So there it is. There's the links. I want to be there. Gina says, Cat did not suicide himself. By the way, happy birthday, Christos. If you're listening, my brother, today's your day. Happy birthday to you, fine sir. I mentioned this the other day, and I don't want to get too ghoulish. But remember when people were saying, um, Alex Jones was saying, I'm not going to commit suicide. I'm not going to commit suicide. Do you understand what this guy did? He starts talking about the Illuminati. He's talking about things that he should not be talking about. Do you know who the richest person in Hollywood is right now? Who's the richest person in Hollywood, do you think, right now? Right now. Who Who is... Who is, who's the richest person in Hollywood? Who? 
Who? Who is it? Who do you think of? <laughs> Cat died of natural causes. This is a joke, mind you. And all of Steve Harvey's jokes are original masterworks. Sarah Ratliff says, I have no clue. Who do you think it is? Seriously, who do you think it is? Tom Cruise? He might be number five on the list. Tom Hanks? Nope. Oprah? Nope. The Rock? Close. David Foster? No. No. Oprah's close. Oh, yeah, but not not really. Taylor Swift? Uh-uh. Nope. Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry is the biggest thing anybody has ever even seen. Bigger than anything you... All of these shows, all of the Medea, the dress women, the women. Let me explain something to you. And for purposes of this, I want you to understand this. I'm not somebody who comes up with things just to come up with stuff. I don't come up with things just to kind of come up with stuff. I come up with things that I I have to have evidence of something. All right? On my private channel, and I put a link there, I can tell you, well, here's what I'm hearing here, 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 and I feel a little bit more free. But there are people, there are things you hear about. Tyler Perry, Sean Penn, um, Oprah. We're talking about levels of, this is what Cat Williams was talking about. It's an organization. Let me give you an analogy. Let me give you an analogy. Work with me on this one. Uh, there's a lot of folks who love this idea about the mob. You can see all of these mob shows and mob this and mob this and the sit down and the shut up and the walk and talk and hey everybody, there's the sit down and the, and there we are all oh, with the sit down and here we are and we're all going to be, okay, okay, okay. Everybody's into this thing. They love the mob and they love this. Do you know where the mob came from? Anybody idea? Any American? Now, this has to do with a lot of things too, because remember what I'm saying. Remember what I'm saying. And this is important. This is important. And this is critical. When what you are learning right now is not merely about your knowledge of something. It has to do with what is allowed and preferred. Let me give you an example. What is going on right now? I was listening to um, Blumenthal and Mate on the Gray Zone regarding Israel. Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. This is an informational this is a this is the most brutal battle you will ever see in what is going on. Let me give you an idea. And we talk about this again on the private channel. I feel a little bit better about this. What they are saying, what, what Blumenthal and others have said, and, and being able to show, is refuting, denying, uh, rebuking, refuting, um, Everything that has been said regarding rape stories. Everything. They are refuting 
everything as never happening, as no evidence. Stop. Do you know what I'm saying? They're going after the New York Times, the Washington Post, Barry Weiss, everyone, Bill Maher, and I have done this long, long enough. And my my official position is, this is not my level of expertise. What I'm commenting on is the argument that's going on. Because it depends upon which side you believe in. Let me take a let me take a little bit of a, of a brief kind of a step here, and please follow along with me, please, for the love of God. The information that you get and who's saying it is critical. As I told you before, nobody cares about Cat Williams because they think he's some black guy with a funny hairdo and he's a bunch of comedians. Oh, whatever. Let him talk. Right? It's true. I would be on that so fast. You would. I would. You can forget it. Joe Rogan wants to go to um, uh, Austin to do comedy clubs with, you know, uh-uh. That's my comedy club. That's where I would go. I would be the M, the hip-hop and the comedy impresario. I would. That's it. That's the most exciting. That's it. And one of the reasons why is I get upset because there's, this, again, this is infantilized kind of a obsequious, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, cat. Talk about your Illuminati, poor thing. But let me stop for a second. As we speak, you've heard the story. October the 7th, Hamas came in, amputations, uh, rapings, uh, eviscerations, decapitations, women, they raped our women. This stories that literally, actually blow your mind, blow your mind. Mind, you are unable to even handle it. It it it's something that is not even it's 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 not it's not within your intellectual wheelhouse. It's not within your your ken. That's a great word. It's not within the parameters of your understanding. It's 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 beyond your field of vision. You can't see it. It's a wavelength, it's a frequency, it's whatever that you cannot grasp. It is that horrible, that horrid, that unbelievably terrible, okay? And all you know is you want to say, dear God almighty, whatever you want to do, you get those, you get them, Israel, you get them. I don't care about hospitals. Did you see what they did to those women? You could the hell with them. See how this works? Now, let me stop for a second and listen carefully. I'm not saying it's not true, but do you see what it does? It paralyzes your ability to refute. You wouldn't dare question that. What? What? You're asking questions about this? Oh, yeah. So you have two, uh, uh, Aaron Maté and uh, and, uh, um, Max Blumenthal are, are, are raised Jewish, and they're saying it's all nonsense. None of it's provable. Not that there weren't atrocities. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is the most exciting stuff to watch. Do you understand this? We're to, Now, 
in the old days, there were people who came along and they were called Holocaust revisionists. Holocaust revisionists. People, people who said it never happened or it was exaggerated or it was, or, or yeah, people died, but it was because of, you know, uh, bombing or whatever. Oh my God. This was the kiss of death. If you even, I'm, I'm telling you. And at the time I remember thinking, who are these sick bastards? Edge dweller says, Continue to grow in your light, Lionel, and bring out the darkness from the shadows. We are walking with you, brother. Edge, thank you. That's the nicest thing anybody has said. But I want to understand something. I want you to uh, thank you, sir. But I want you to listen to what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not even looking at the facts of this. This is this this is this is where this Cat Williams stuff comes in. He's just kind of peeling off. I don't know if I would love to introduce to these fine, fine folks of the Cat Williams crowd a little history about shadow governments and, you know, secret societies and all that kind of jazz. Mine's a more state approach. But let me just go back to what I was saying. If you said this, if you said, wait a minute, you, you, whoa, 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 get out of here. You're, you're a, you're a Holocaust denier. Boom. Right off the bat. Done. You're finished. Forget the anti-Semitic, anti-Zionist. Didn't they get there? You were just done. And you were considered crazy. And you were nuts. And again, I'm not passing on any... I, I'm, that's not my thing. But I thought, this is the most powerful thing. I've never seen somebody who... Even the flat earthers... Ah, you were kind of laughed at. <laughs> flat earther. Yeah. Eratosthenes, I think, would speak to it. But I saw it. A little, maybe, but certainly less so after 9-11. People said, you know, I got some questions about the official. Are you a truther? I remember you only, not in this case, but in the case of most things, you only take, you only take flack when you're over the target. That's when this starts to hit. So right now, as we speak with you, there is something going on, which is so fascinating. There is not only, if you, there, there is this thing called the internet that's pushing its way through. Now on the Mainstream media platforms, Fox and others, you have people who said, here is the story. You've got Barry Weiss and, and, um, and uh, Steve, uh, Steve, uh, Bill Maher and other people who are just coming out of the woodwork and they're just telling you this is their thing and it's very, very safe. Just say this and you're fine within that world. But that world is, first of all, very um, problematic because nobody really cares about that world anymore. Nobody cares about that world. Nobody's it, it, the world right now is streaming. You know, you know that we just had another radio uh, odyssey. Just one chapter of it. These are closing up. You've got Zaslav who was trying to figure out how to reposition CNN and Discover. This is done. This model is done. You see where uh, Mehmet uh, whatever his name is from MSN, he's gone. They're, they're playing this thing, and that's fine. But the world, the world, let me ask you something. How many of you have heard anything on, and I know you don't want to, you don't want to admit this, how many of you have heard anything about the, uh, the protests in Germany on the part of the uh, Germans? Nothing. Anything about Agenda 2030? Nothing. Anything? Nothing. 
Nothing. Here's another one. Whatever happened to Ronan Farrell? Whatever happened to Ronan Farrell? What happened to him? What happened? Did he get too close? Did he ask for permission? There were, whenever you see somebody who's out from it, always in Hollywood, look for one thing cosmetic surgery. By the way, somebody suggested that when Bill, when Bill, when um, Joe Biden went and got his tan, they said it might have been a chemical peel. I thought, oh, that's interesting. I don't know enough about the dermatology. But somebody said, you know, Ronan Farrell, where is he? What happened to him? He brought down Harvey Weinstein. Where is he? What happened to him? Why didn't Harvey Weinstein? Harvey Weinstein, why is Harvey Weinstein alive? If anything happened to Harvey Weinstein, anything, if he had a heart attack or something that looked like a heart attack, who would question it? He looks he looks like death waiting, just like a vulture. I don't know these things. But I want to train you to ask the questions. I want you to say, I don't like the way this looks. There's something funny here. There's something weird here. There's something, something's not right. This isn't, this isn't right. And that's what Cat Williams was talking about. Let me ask you something. Do you, if you don't understand what's happening, I'm I'm gonna say, and again, I talk about this on my private channel, which I want to. I knew people and a friend of mine who was uh, a big, big in the kind of in the uh, entertainment, chef, business, restaurants, back. He told me a couple of things. First, do you know where people feel invisible? I call it the picking your nose in your car thing. You ever seen somebody at a, at a light and they're like this and they're picking your nose? You go, sir. Hey, I'm here. Do you see me? Oh, I forgot. They're, they're, they think that they're invisible. It's like a kid that goes like this. There is a place that people always go to to do drug deals and money deals and talk, and that is in the kitchens of restaurants. Don't ask me why, he said. I have no idea, but he was in kitchens. He goes, people come back and let me talk to you. And they go in the back and they open up. They're doing cocaine and this and that. It's the most incredible thing anybody's ever seen. <laughs> he said, because people were, you know, third world countries. They don't speak English. That's one thing he taught me. Number two, you know what else he taught me? If you want to see poverty, if you're a human trafficker and you really want to see it, you know where you go? Go to uh, restaurants, go to service industries, go to places where people show up and they have absolutely no skills and they get immediate entry level. House, you know, domestics, but in restaurants, there's always stuff you can do. You can clean, you can deliver, you can do whatever. There, And they come from places that are so poor where selling human beings is not at all unheard of. I know it's hard to believe. People say, I don't want to hear about that. It's true. It's true. You, you don't know. The selling of human, absolutely. See, this is another part of the world that you don't want to hear about because you really don't want to go there. And this is the thing I said before, which is the most important. This is this is Marshall McLuhan. Little lies are hard to keep secret. Little lies, little, little uh, controversy. But big things are big because of their controversy. <clears throat> Excuse me, because of your incredulity. Mrs. Dahl and I were in Washington one time. We were talking. There was a guy I met. I think I told you about this. He's from South America. Brazil. I don't know where I'm from, but he was like a police. 
And they found out, they found that there were people that when they found kids and they found, oh, no, that, that, excuse me, pardon me. They found um, uh, uh, kids and women, but, but kids also. And they were found dead. And somebody said, oh my God, their organs are missing. And nobody looked. They thought maybe it was uh, coyotes or animals or chupacabra or some who that he had no idea until a doctor said oh no 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 these 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 organs were tied off this this is this is organ harvesting these are their kidneys are missing this is no 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 this because they, they could tell because you just don't rip something out. you have to and he's thinking he's thinking oh my god a kid a kid children's organs now people say i don't want to hear that i don't want to hear that you don't want to hear that. Believe me when I'm telling you something, you don't want to hear this stuff. You can't handle this. This is really, really, really bad stuff. And you may think you're tough. Believe me, I've seen, I've talked about some of the most monumentally eh stuff anybody has ever seen. And you know what you write? Gross. Gross. Somebody do a poop joke or whatever. It's gross. Gross? You think that's gross? You don't know what gross is. You don't know what humans can do. You don't know what people do. And you don't know what it is like. And I hope you don't. You don't know what it's like to see what how evil humans are. You don't know what it is like. You have seen death at maybe, you know, funeral homes. It's kind of nice. It's sterile. And there's uh, they're in a suit and they kind of have the lighting and maybe there's some organ music playing. And even, and and with children, you normally have clothes. You don't, you, you really, you just don't want to. But you've never seen something in a field. You've never seen something in a field. And you're lucky if it's skeletonized because you have an easier time with this. But if it's not, you have no idea the horrors that humans are capable of. You have no idea. You just, you don't want to know. You're better off not knowing. You're better off not knowing and you're better off not thinking. There was a guy named Jimmy Savile. Jimmy Savile was a human trafficker. This was a deviant. This was a, this, this guy was, he was the worst. But King Chuck loved him. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that is? How does that work? How? How does that work? I'm serious. Why would the king, the future king of England, be be what? Why does he do? Why does he do this? What it? What is this? Why? Why would he say I'm not going to hang around somebody who's involved in this stuff? Why? And you know why? It's something you'll never understand. And this is what I'm talking There was a sense of impervious. It's the kid who goes like this. They feel when you were raised in a world of Hollywood or Oprah, I'm not saying Oprah per se, but in this world of, oh my God, the rules don't apply to you. And let me also tell you something and listen to me carefully. Like you've never listened before. Okay. I talk about this on my private channel. These people I know, a friend of mine, 
said, do you know where the real weird, weird, bad stuff really happens? And I won't go too, too much into detail. What do I mean by that? Well, the uh, the Royals, they're over there. Titans of industry, they don't go on in public. They don't really hang around. But whenever you have an award ceremony, Golden Globes, Academy Awards, the Met, when you want to see a freak show, they have the the fashion show at the Met, it's get ready. Every freak is in town. Alice Fava says, just watch Cat Williams on Shay and his stand-up on Netflix. Brilliant. Thanks for your assistance keeping me up on the times. Thank you for that. But listen to what he said. It's, But thank you for that, by the way, very, very much. But let me just tell you something. When you have people flying in, you've got 20-somethings, 30-somethings. You've got, did you see, see, I find this fascinating. Selena Gomez absolutely doing if 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 taylor swift said selena i want you to kill this <laughs> tom hanks i'm just being crazy selena would say how headshot strangulation what these people have lost their souls they've made their, this is a faustian battle so whenever you see this oh dear god and the parties and let me tell you who the sickies are it's not the people necessarily it's the it's the it's the posse it's the entourage. Those are the real bad ones. The people that run the show, when you are a 25-year-old, and believe it or not, I'm not talking about the rappers. I'm talking about regular Hollywood. If you're 25, 30 years old, and you've been into this, and you have been in, you, you have lived in a world where you're on the red carpet, and people just... You get bored being you. So you have an entourage. And then you start hanging with people. And then you go to parties afterwards. And then you realize, holy. You can hang with us. Yeah. And then after a while, you realize, you know, this is kind of interesting. Because like with most things, your regular life, if you're going to be let me just say, and I have no reason, but somebody like Brad Pitt, I, I know, I'm just saying, as an example, what is Brad Pitt going to do? Go out on a date, Tinder, what does he do? Let's say you're unattached, you're a gazillionaire, Leonardo, Di- oh, Leonardo DiCaprio, oh, <laughs> they laugh about it. Remember, remember when Ricky, uh, Ricky Gervais? They laugh about these young girls with Leonardo DiCaprio. They laugh about this. If you're Leonardo DiCaprio, what are you going to do? You're bored. What are you going to do? Hey, you want a girl? Uh. And again, I'm just, I want you to think. I want you to use your head. Just use your head. Think about this. You're Leonardo DiCaprio. What are you going to do? What do you want? You want two girls? (laughs) Two? I think a soccer team already did that. Boring. And plus, you're competing. You're competing with other people, right? 
Because you've got other boxers, you know, that Leonardo. Well, if you think he's good. Uh, Tom, I'm just throwing names out. Again, I have no reason. I'm just trying to give you big names, and I'm the worst one to ask. But, okay. And you can take all those freaks in the in the Cat Williams crew. You can look at it. You could gangster this, gangster, gangster. They're nothing compared to this. They are old-fashioned Mayberry homespun regular girls and chicks and all that stuff. The real freaks are the ones who were saying, I'm bored with this. I'll never forget what somebody told me. And I'm going to tell you that I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to clean this up. There was a there was a kind of an actress sort of I'm being really extrapolating this who actually was making comments about. They were talking about either children or their, her own son and said, well, you know. The only reason why that would make sense. Right? I mean, it was just disgusting. And again, it's in this depraved mindset. And the line was, never forget, he's the only one who will say no. See, this is not something, you're not into this. I'm not into this. I don't want to have anything to do with this. This is depraved. When you look at the Golden Globes, think each person there, each person has five or six people with them. Runners, uh, Mac Daddies, pimps, wannabes, gophers, people who are out. Just, it's depraved. And they're all going to meet. And you've got, for the first time, you've got maybe, maybe uh, Taylor meets this and here's who. And oh, there's Christoph. I don't know who these people are, but the guy from Oppenheimer, by the way, which had nothing to do with the fact. And there's Robert Downey Jr. And there's a, and look at there's there's the woman from the Barbie, uh, whatever her name is. Oh, look at this. And then there's a, and they're all together and they want to impress each other. And they're trying to say, I can outdo you. I can outdo you. Boy, he's a freak. You know, Leo's a freak. All those girls. Let me stop for a second. Stop. You don't, you, 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 believe me when I'm telling you this. This is the most fascinating stuff. It's another world. And it's never discussed. But, and it's not illegal per se. I'm, I'm just telling you. And I'm not naming, I'm not, I'm just saying, and it has been like, and by the way, today is tame compared to the 20s tame okay now listen to me very carefully did you hear about our good friend mike lindell did you hear about mike lindell did you hear about him mike lindell i think it's a two was it tuned up a tune uh, he has lindell tv or something i think he's teaming up with a uh, lou dobbs or something mike lindell is a med- mike lindell is he's leonardo dicaprio without the depravity I happen to pick this. I'm going to do it better. You got to go to mypillow.com promo code line. You just have to go and you've got to see for yourself. You just got to see for yourself. It is the simplest thing. I don't even know how to tell you other than the fact that just for the love of God, do it. It makes so much sense. This is mypillow.com. Use promo code Lionel. Here I am over here. These are, this is an idea. This is a, these, these are, let me get rid of this. This is obscuring me. I can't even see myself. See, I'm not very good at this. And I don't want to be good at this because I'm not a producer. I'm an, I'm the talent. We used to say that in TV. I'm a talent. You go there, mypillow.com, promo code Lionel. And right now, it's colder than a well digger's ass. And I've got my beautiful MyPillow. I'm, not, I'm, I'm serious. Those slippers. 
with the with the lamb, whatever this this. And people are wearing pajamas and wearing uh, slides and all that. This is the one to go to. You, you you should be able to wear this with a dress shoe. With a nice wingtip. MyPillow.com, promo code Lionel. MyPillow.com slash Lionel. Call 800-645-4965. That's it, my friends. They are great. They are wonderful. They are beauteous. They are terrific. I cannot, I, I, I cannot say enough about how great they are and how wonderful he is. Okay? You got that? Okay. Now... Aside from that, let's go through this again. I mentioned Jimmy Savile. And I mentioned that one of the most incredible things in the world is this is a guy who had access to MI6. MI6. This is a guy who has every conceivable form of agency who basically could have told him, what are you doing? And I go back to what Cat Williams was talking about, the Illuminati. And he's using, he's, I'm sorry, using the wrong term, just like using chemtrails versus geoengineering. But he's close to it, and they're laughing at him. And the reason why they don't care is because they, 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 they don't take him seriously. They're, they're very, I'm not saying they're racist. I just think that it's like it's infantilization. They think they're children. Let me ask you something. Let me go through a couple of things. I think I told you about the the uh, YouTube channel. Do you know what parabiosis is? Anybody? Anybody? Parabiosis. Well, let me tell you what it is. This is something which involves basically injecting or introducing young blood, young people's blood, into older people's blood. Transfusion. You've heard about this forever. They have been... We heard about that. Remember when they were talking about... uh, Keith Richards years ago for he had transplants and that sort of thing. It's been in our world forever. The notion of this. It's been in our world forever. Forever. Parabiosis. And when you've got more money than you can imagine, you see that guy who's a billionaire, you will do everything in your power. And you will lie. Look at Oprah. All of a sudden she's losing weight. You where did that come from? Where does a 60, almost a 70-year-old woman decide, what, she's running? She's exercising? Come on, stop it. They will do anything. They will cut their face. They will inject. They will remove. They they will do anything. Parabiosis. It's been around forever. And if you talk to somebody about this, if you said, hey, you heard about, you know, the rich people will exchange, but they go, oh, you're crazy. Have you heard about this? Human foreskin fibroblasts. Have you heard about this? Have you? It's right there. This is from Pub, uh, PubMed. Using human primary foreskin fibroblasts to study cellular damage and mitochondrial dysfunction. So years ago, there was this thing that says, "Did you do you have my, do you have foreskin in uh, in um, you know makeup?" And you go, "Oh, that's crazy." And like most people, what they do is they don't go through and they don't investigate. Nothing. They they just uh, don't care. Because it seems silly. It seems dumb. It's crazy to them. It's not crazy. It's been going on forever. <clears throat> do you know what transhumanism is? Of course you do. The Cat Williams crew doesn't know. If I sat out in this crowd 
I will have them. They won't be able to sleep at night. That's who I'm going to talk to. Because you've heard this before. They haven't heard this. They're kind of getting into it a little bit, a little bit. This notion of depravity and dresses and men and, you know, and what do you think that's about? What, what, where, where does this whole thing work? Transhumanism is something which, again, goes, it goes back to the beginning. In fact, it starts with, let me explain this again. If you're, again, I use this term, you're the hot, the hottest guy right now, I think is Leonardo DiCaprio, maybe Tom Cruise. What are you going to do? What do you do? You're in a world that doesn't exist. You're in a world. Have you ever heard um, when Princess Di when Princess Di was tragically, tragically uh, when she died in an accident people were saying do you think there's any possibility she might have been off? Muhammad Fayed, Dodi's father, said so. I said, I don't know. Could it be? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But I have no information. I've never done an investigation one way or the other. And I'll never forget what somebody told me one time. They said, one of the things which is very interesting, and they use, and don't ask me why I remember this. They said they use it in either Yugoslavia or I don't know what, but they have these, these, lights that they will for you if you're driving they'll hit you and blast you and you don't just say whoa not like a like those old man remember when you were a kid they did the the uh the drive-in uh, uh the the movie camera lights and they would you know you know everybody was like this you know no no we're not talking to that we're talking something which is so you actually go into like a spasm and if you're driving you grab the wheel and I don't know if that was up. Remember all those flashing lights? And I thought, That's interesting. It could be. It's not implausible. I don't know. Because if, as you know me, I never say, yes, that's what happened. Have you seen, for example, what happened? Uh, the story of this uh, underground tunnel in this uh, 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 synagogue? You heard that one? Everybody's going crazy. Go, what the hell is this all about? Oh, yeah. It's this... Um, let me see where is it. Oh, it's it's fascinating. It's the story of this. Oh, secret New York City synagogue tunnel. Now, people, let me just read you my stuff. They're saying people are saying, look at this, trafficking, Hamas, escaper shit. They're just they're just filling in all kinds of stuff. Which is this uh, this propensity that humans do? They will create in their own particular mind. They will create this. Um, they'll just fill in the blanks because this is what humans do, especially people who are prone to do this. You see, I would love to uh, what what the Cat Williams crowd does is he his crew can't hold a candle to you. Oh no 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 no! They're they're pikers compared to you. They know a little bit about maybe something you know, but but nobody, and I mean nobody, gets near you. Uh uh-uh, uh, nobody. When it comes to figuring things out, 
In fact, you have to be reeled in. I have to say, oh, there's Edge Weller. Look at this. Edge, you gave out 10 Lionel Nation memberships. Son, you son of a... You see this? Take advantage of this, folks. Thank you, Eddie. <laughs> That's your own Illuminati. That's our sign. Just like the triangle with the whatever it is. Weishaupt and the Illuminati. And, and the, I'm always pumping the brakes. Oh, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But there's something there to this. And one of the things which I find fascinating is this world. And these people, now remember, the the entertainment people, as I think Breitbart's best line was, um, politics is downstream from entertainment. I could tell you a story about two, again, this is no, this is no, put it this way, there's no way of recording it. But as I'm telling you, there's this world, and then there's the dark web, and then there's the industry stuff, and there's there's levels of you know what's going on. Remember, you had we we had remember we were kids and we had this stuff about Jim Neighbors, about Gomer Pyle being married or being gay. We didn't even know what gay was. I didn't. This was about the internet. In the old days, we knew jokes. We had these things that just Nobody saw them. I, I I have a one of my best buddies in the world. He was raised in the South Bronx. I'm raised in Florida. And, and, and we remember the same stuff. I said, how the hell do we know this? There was no internet then. That's how good information is, is, is presented. And that's what we do. We provide information. And whereas you may look at something and say, oh, that's it. My thing is, no, I, I, I look at it differently. You say, ah, oh, Taylor Swift. Why Taylor Swift? Why now? Look at how she they created this thing out of nowhere. They're always doing beta testing to see how we can change and collect the way people think. Let me tell you what's interesting about this. I'm going to go back and jump to this Cat Williams. Sometimes it takes something to change everything. I remember when Ronald Reagan had his, I think it was a, it was a polyp or some, some, some type of something or other. I forget what it was. Remember he had that, uh, uh, this is before we knew about colonoscopies or whatever. It was Ronald Reagan. I can tell you a funny story about that, but I, but I don't want to get you off because you'll, you'll, it's a poop joke and you'll go crazy. Anyway, all of a sudden, overnight, people are talking about for the first time Ronald Reagan and these holy people said it just changed everything. Colonoscopies called lower G they used to be called proctologists. Remember this? It changed everything. Little things in life, little things. When disco came about, when I don't know if you were into Tavistock. I think a lot of that's just kind of blown out of proportion. But there was a time when, for sure, the CIA, which was the only game in town. Now there's different divisions. But they would have people who would look to things. And they would, to see, look at this group of people called the, the um, not the radical sheet, the radical left, but the people who are part of the 60s thing. Let's look at who they are. Aren't they interesting? They sure are. You know, we could do some, we could have some fun with them. We sure could. 
I wonder who's, I wonder who's, um, I wonder who, uh, Stephen Stills' song, for what it's worth, is anthemic regarding Vietnam. A song. They saw the power of that. Unbelievable. You control that, you control the masses. I've told you, I've looked at birds and murmurations when starlings fly in these beautiful, oh, they're beautiful. How do they know this? Why do they do this? They all fly in groups like this to conserve energy, also to confuse predators. And how do they know? You don't see one that just flies off. It's called the rule of seven. You have one here, and there's one, two, three in front, and one, two, three below. I think it was at Princeton they did this idea. So you have one person, one little bird, he has three on top and three in the bottom. And then the one next to him is three on top, three in the bottom. And that's how they fly. <clears throat> I want to know how things move. Our good friend, Roseanne, interviewed Vivek Ramaswamy. I think he's the biggest nothing anybody's ever seen. But he, he, he's very interesting because he gives you the impression, his, his image is that he knows what's going on. And Vivek brings up something which many of us have known for the longest time. And he said there is a word which he has used, and he talks about it. Tucker mentioned it years ago. It's been around since 2010. It's this term. And you may have heard of it. You may have been, uh, uh, you may have been hip to it, but it's called Baizuol. B-I-A. Z-U-O. Baizo, Baizuo, Baizo. It's a Chinese term originating around 2010, and it translates to white left. And it's used uh, in Chinese um, uh, social media to describe stupid individuals, typically of the liberal or the left ideology, who are perceived as self-righteous, you know, woke, radical left, politically correct, overly concerned with social justice, blah, blah. Think, think MDNC in the way. So as they're talking, Vivek is throwing this thing out that everybody's it's been around, kind of makes the circles, you know, and say, oh. And it's one of those things that we do as we talk, because we in the conspiratorium, we have these cues that we give. If I say to you, DARPA, and you say, I don't know who DARPA is. Oh, get over here. Go over here. In Q Town. All right. Now we're getting harp. Oh, yeah, we know. And and we you see this language that we speak? You see this language? I just gave you three. InQtil, by the way, you know, is that is that uh, investment arm uh, Intel, which basically made Silicon Valley. But anyway, um, HARP, H-A-A-R-P, high, auroral, whatever else. You know, weather magnification, DARPA, defense, advanced research. But we know that, okay? All right. If I walked into, if I could take half of a Cat Williams group and then half of my group, you, me, I could sit there and... I, you would say, oh, okay, and Cat Williams group would say, I don't know what you're talking about because they have a lot to learn and they're 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 open to this. They want to know this. And when you go back and through this, and I told you this, if I told you stuff that happened in the 20s, if I told you there was a famous man and wife couple from the 40s, what they did, oh my God. Unbelievable. And it was open season because it's in that world. 
I remember in the 80s in particular when cocaine first really became big. It was always around. I knew guys in Florida. One guy was in his 70s. He was doing cocaine since the 30s. And I mean, it's been around, but not what people think. But all of a sudden, it took on something new. And I remember one time there was this book called uh, The Rolling Stone Encyclopedia of Recreational Drugs. And they said uh, uh, it was cocaine is harmless, not harmless. It's safe. It's good for you. It's blah, blah, blah. This is before they knew. It was a picture of of, uh, of Paul Newman walking around with a, with a razor blade. And you could be anywhere. Cat Williams talks about this. Well, you could be anywhere. And somebody would say, hey, how you doing? Now, at first, it would take out their little snow bowler or their little thumb thing with it. You know, you always saw people who had that little fingernail. That was always a sign, you know. And then people got, then it got really expensive and people were jealous. I mean, cheap and they, they, they hit it. But in the old days, they wanted you to know they had it. And it was, and nobody thought anything of it. They would just sit there and you take the credit card and this and the dollar. And, and it was nothing. It was, why? Because in that group, that was a sign of, okay, you're at this level. See, you're at that level. See, there's the uh, Morgan Freeman level. Then there's the Tom Hanks level. And then there's a freaky Leo DiCaprio. Again, I use him. I have no reason to believe that he's freakier. I'm just giving you this as an example. Why? Because like with cocaine, in that particular group, it became a sign of, okay, and then next thing you know, everybody did it. That's the way things are. That's the way it works. That's what our world is. Our very, very strange world. And your job, what I'm always doing, always is bringing you back and saying, not yet, not enough evidence yet, not enough evidence, not enough evidence. But I would much rather talk to somebody to calm down than to try to calm somebody up. Okay? Now, listen to this. This is very, very, very important, okay? I think we went through, we just went through a big deal right now, kind of a big, uh, I guess it's a big deal. When we had our snow. It really wasn't that big of a deal, but it really made people think like, okay, we gotta, we've got to really worry about this thing because this thing could happen again and all this kind of jazz. And when it comes to food, I know I've said this before, and I bring it up and people... They're not really kind of, they kind of sort of catch on, but, but I'm, I'm interested to say, because you don't think it's, well, it's important, but it's not that important. It's not, I mean, it, it's okay, but it's not that important. It's not, you know, okay. It's not, it's not, please stop it. Okay. It is that important. And that's why it's so critical right now for you to listen to this right now and listen to our good friends from preparewithlionel.com. They can't handle the truth, but you can. The truth is the clowns running this joint live for chaos. And many of our problems could be solved overnight, but they let them be. Destruction fuels them. If you can handle that truth, you need to visit my website, preparewithlionel.com. Preparewithlionel.com. You'll get $60 off a much-needed four-week emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. The country's largest preparedness company, My Patriot Supply, 
is your fighting chance at survival. Sealed inside rugged packaging, these delicious meals last up to 25 years and provide over 2,000 calories a day. Think about that. Eat right in emergencies with this four-week food kit from My Patriot Supplies. At this low price, you can get one for everyone in your family. Visit preparewithlionel.com. Write this down. Committed to memory. Preparewithlionel.com. Order by 3 p.m. for free same-day shipping. Prepare right now at preparewithlionel.com. One more time. Preparewithlionel.com before total chaos ensues. I want to make sure I say to our good friend Christos Stavro, who's been with us forever today, it's his birthday, birthday, ladies and gentlemen. So thank you for that one. You know, there are these people who are, oh, again, I keep, I keep thinking of this room we're in. I've got my group, you here, and then Kat's got his group, and they don't know what you know, because you're far more, you've been raised in this. And there again, this is kind of an infantilized dismissal of black folks. It's just which is true. There, there's always been a kind of um, the black black people are children. They like, you know, they're whatever. Like I told you yesterday, if I were Trump, I would be all over this thing. I would be over this. Uh, Edge says, soul speak may be misunderstanding initially. Discussion may seem to jump around. Rest assured, we will come to a better understanding in our own time. Maybe. I hope so. Maybe it does. Maybe. But I thank you for that, my friend. You know, one of the things which is interesting, I'm going to go back to this. Let's talk about children. Since the beginning of time, go back to the Greeks, go back to the Catamites, go back to everything. Pederasty. There's something about older men and boys. It's something which has been, I, 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 I don't know what this is. And it was considered more elevated, whereas women was more procreative. It sounds weird, but at that particular time, people said there's no, girls can serve no purpose unless they are procreative, unless they are, they have reached menarche, unless they are fecund or fertile. This is demented. Now, but this was, this was, this was a, this was the, the default of what the way people thought. Default. And one of the things which we have to understand is that there are people, like I said, who for whatever is worth, the rich, the ultimate, the uh, they represent depraved humanity at its worst. And whatever idiosyncratic propensity they have to be predatory and um, they do it more than anyone else. And I don't know. One of the things which I said, which was very interesting, I was raised, I told you, uh, Catholic. I'm a retired Catholic. And we didn't know any, we really did not know anything. Maybe it was a different time, but we didn't know. We Priests never hit us or we never heard about anything strange or whatever it was. But there was something at the time which is very weird. And that was, there was a time when you would take a young man and you would pull him out of his realm and he would go into the seminary, and his family would love it. Martin Scorsese wanted to be a, him to be a priest, others as well. It was considered this, this, wow. We have a priest in our family. And what you did was you would talk about arrested development, this interrupted development. You would take a child who was a 
a little bit unsure maybe about sexuality and take him out and put him into a world where people have basically vowed women are off limits. We are going to take a vow to this for whatever it's worth. And, and you're off and running. Not every priest was whatever. And by the way, it wasn't that they were gay. It was because they were just demented. So what do I say this years ago? I remember reading some of the trial transcripts from and some of the victims' testimony regarding Michael Jackson. And what my, what they said was, is that it was all illegal, all terrible. But in some respects, in some, not all, but in some, the particular encounters were almost again. Is my word for the day infantilized? There were people who were. I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Kind of innocent, weird stuff. It was like where he would have been had he been allowed to grow up as a normal boy and develop. It's like he wanted to go back and create this. There was something called the I think it was called the Doman Principle years ago, and there was a there was a psychiatrist, psychologist, like some behaviorist, who asked people, "Did you ever crawl when you were a kid?" He says, ask your mother, did you crawl? And very sometimes, sometimes, some babies don't crawl. They go right to, they lift themselves up in the crib and they're, they're rock and roll. They're not going to crawl. They want to get out. They want to walk. They just miss that. They, and instead of saying, oh, look how advanced he is. Oh, no, 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 no. He has to go through that. So one of the the recommendations, one of the treatments for these people was to actually go, actually go, grown men and crawl because something happens, some weird neuronal, neurological, cognitive, behavioral, neurological framework, wiring, who knows? Meaning if you interrupt something, you're always going to go back to find it. Any of you, uh, anybody here ever been involved in um, dating, any kind of online dating? Anybody do that? Anybody? Anybody? Ever do Tinder or Hooter or whatever this stuff is? Remember the old day? Remember that guy who was, we have a way of having people meet. I forget what it was, that real creepy guy. Remember it was Match.com and then it was, I don't know. There's so many different. Anybody here? Look at Sarah Ratliff. Never. What's wrong with that? Why would you never do that? Plenty of fish. I think you're making a big mistake. Well, I'm all, you're probably not in the, in the business, but I don't see anything wrong with that. If you're looking, to, if you're looking to, uh, if you're looking to meet somebody, and there are people who are looking to meet somebody, you you, you cut right through the. The middleman, so to speak. But let me tell you what happens. Listen to what I'm telling you. I told you, you can't skip a beat. Normally, when you see somebody, you'll see somebody across the street. You'll see somebody, whatever it is. Whatever that attraction modality takes place. You'll see, maybe you'll be in a, I don't know, whatever. You'll be someplace. Maybe you work with her or him. You see somebody. See how they walk through space. You see some kind of. You maybe talk, you see the way they interact, and you start to get, and then you become attracted, and then eventually you move towards, okay, fine. If you're going like this, and you say, oh, I forget, left or right, whatever it is, but, oh, hmm, okay, you know what, right, whatever, this is the one. 
You got a picture. You may have a phone conversation. You may you may even have a you may even have a Zoom. By the way, I would never go on anything that can be recorded. That's all I'm saying. A little word of the wise. But when you meet, you're going to go through that period of time where you're going to have to see somebody walk through space, see what they do, and start where you would have started initially. Even though you have been, I don't care if you've been on the phone for 12 years and you've had phone sex every other day, every other hour, doesn't matter. You're going to go right back to where you were because there is a progression that happens in life. And that's what happens with sexuality. And that's why when you see these young people, not so much girls, but anyway, but boys, they become knocked off a kilter. So you can go after them as the brother, as the father, as the friend, and they have no frame of reference. And it is absolutely critical that young people go through whatever that period of it, and then they decide whatever it is that they want to do regarding religion. But you cannot take a child, a young man, young boy, and that's why I've always said, and I'm sorry, I've never been through this system, but I think that these boarding schools look as weird as any, this Harry Potter, these schools, sorry, I know people swear by them. Oh my God, here in this, well, I went to, I went to Exeter and, and Andrew and St. Paul and I went to, and then there's, uh, you know, uh, Chosen and, and then uh, Eaton. And Ver- that may be great later. Not when you're a kid, not when you're a boy. No. No, 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 no. There is a very, very, it's almost like, you know, when you teach your kid how to ride a bike, you say, okay. And you say, you got it? You got it? Okay. And you're running, you say, okay. And then you let go. I hope there's some training because that thing could be, you know. So we've been through a lot of this. We've been through talk. We're talking for an hour and six minutes. My friend, what I'm telling you right now is I've never been more excited and fascinated by what is going on. It has nothing to do with the news itself. What I find interesting is the reaction to the news by virtue of people. Kansas mama met her husband at a pizza hut. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? And you never know. People have the weird, remember, if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. Tell him your plans. It's one of those things. It would probably be better if people could date when they were older. It doesn't make any sense. You First of all, you'd be a better parent. You would sit there and say, no, no, no. Calm down. No, sit down. No, no, no. I'm not going to go. When you're young, you're like, I got out of my You know, no, no. If you're a parent, you're older, you say, ah, listen, that's, that's stupid. And you will be far better off dating for the first time when you're older. But that doesn't make any sense because, well, what have you been doing your whole life? Nothing. But people are far more interesting when you find later on when all this game playing is done. Let me tell you one of the greatest things that ever happens to a woman. I mean it. I mean it. Is to have a child. It like, it matures so fast. Not completely, but more than you can imagine. Men, I'm not so sure about that. Having a child, not like a woman. Something happens. 
psychologically, hormonally, neurologically. It's just all of a sudden this silly, uh, you know, uh, egomaniac pain in the ass becomes a mom. And it's very, very serious. I mean that. I really mean it. And it would be great if people could meet later on because you would talk about things. You would talk. You really would talk. Because women have always wanted the conversationalist. This is the thing which men don't understand. Men who have to go out and they, you know, when you're when you're 19, 20 year old, you want to get in the sack. She wants to talk. Or maybe she does too. Maybe now it's different. I have no idea. So men have to sit there and say, okay, what do I do? How do I plow through this? What do I do? What do I say? How do I, how do I fool them and think I give a damn? I'm sorry. There's a, <clears throat> there's always this kind of like weird thing. <clears throat> Little girls respond. They, they grow past emotionally rather than boys. But maybe sexually, they're not they're not into it. They're more of the emotional. They're far more uh, mentally adept. Whereas boys go straight for the pubescent, straight for that, without any kind of mental or rational way of thinking to, to kind of counterbalance it. So they never meet. It's like, what is going on here? And then later on, then maybe there's some kind of a balance there. It's just true. Absolutely true. All right, there you go. Take that, Vivek Ramaswamy. Take that, my friend. Now, by the way, I want you to do me a favor. Please, Mrs. L's YouTube channel. Here it is. This is the link, and I want you to go to it right away. Understand that? I want you to do it right away. I want you to go. And I also want you to find out she's doing the best work of her life at Lynn's Warriors. And here is that. There it is. Okay, and there we go. And let me give, put it here. Look at this. Look at my one-man show. Judge Napolitano doesn't do this. I do everything. And there we go. There's her link. So please, dear friends, please. Listen, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for focusing. Thank you for allowing me to go into this stuff. I find the kind of like the, you can look at a flower. Let's say this is a flower, right? And you can say, oh, that's a pretty flower. This is so, this is so, uh, this is so uh, beautiful. Okay, great. This is wonderful. All right, great. That's terrific. That's terrific. Yeah, that's a, that's a nice flower. I look at the stem. I look at the soil. I look, why is this flower, why are there no other flowers like this? Is this a shade flower? Is this a sunflower? Is this, why doesn't it smell? How does it attract pollen? I, I look at other stuff. I don't look at the flower. I look at everything around it. Why do people like this flower versus that flower? Why do some flowers work? Why does a hydrangea get a different reaction than a than a tulip? I don't know. That's what interests me. It's the reaction of you to the thing, not the thing itself. And I hope to God you make this. By the way, Christos Stavru, I don't know if you listen, my brother. There he is. Happy birthday. To- Christos, did you see this? My brother, I said this. Did you hear me? First thing I said, the honeyman. 73 years old today, my friend. 73 years old. You look terrific. Okay? A wonderful, wonderful man. 73 years old. How he does it? I swear to God. It's that clean living. But we love you, my brother. I said this right off the bat. Right? You heard me. You heard me. All right, dear friends. Have a great and glorious day. Don't ever change the mean that sincerely. And whatever you do, remember this. The monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Dead, dead.